Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Peter Shankman. He is an entrepreneur, best-selling author and speaker, and he's also been diagnosed or, as he puts it, gifted with ADD, ADHD. And so today we're going to talk about a new project called Faster Than Normal, a site uh, who promises unlocking the gifts of ADD and ADHD. So, Peter, thanks for joining me. John, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So what's your hope with this site, Faster Than Normal? Faster Than Normal, for me, uh, is a, a labor of love. The, the, you know, growing up, uh, I mean, it's a different world now where uh, we understand ADD and ADHD. But growing up, I, you know, it wasn't so much understanding it. I was the kid who needed to shut up and pay attention in class and stop interrupting the class. You know, all those fun things that, uh, that uh, I'm sure you know a lot of people, if, if you, not you yourself, were, were gifted with. It's a, the entrepreneurial uh, set tends to have that. And <laughs> so as I was getting older, as I got older, you know, in my 20s and 30s, I realized that this thing that got me in a lot of trouble as a kid and that got me... Um, you know, limited my, the amount of friendships I could make or, or, or people who wanted to hang out with me could actually be a little useful. And when I went out on my own at like 25 and started my first, or 28 or whatever it was, and started my, and incorporated, started my first company, um, I realized that there's a, there's a, a gift of ADD and of ADHD. And, and essentially what it is is a brain that thinks differently and thinks faster than a normal brain. You know, and hence faster than normal. And everyone jokes about you know the downsides of it, which is uh, you know um, the, the dog from Up, right? You can't focus. The squirrel, and you know right, right, that's right. that's funny and all that. But at the end of the day, there is a tremendous, tremendous gift that comes with having a faster than normal brain if you know how to use it. The best description I can give, or the best comparison I can give, is um, you know everyone would love to. If you give someone a Lamborghini versus a Honda, no one's going to say, "Oh no, no, I'm fine. I'll take the Honda." Everyone wants the Lamborghini, but and the Lamborghini is an amazing car as long as you know how to drive it. If you have been trained on how to use it, the power that it has can, you know, be awe-inspiring. If you don't know how to use it, you'll probably crash into a wall. Well, so, you know, as a culture, as a society, um, you know, I, you, you kind of teased, you know, scratching out the word diagnosed and, and changing it to gifted. I don't, I don't know as a society we're there quite yet. It's still seen as a disorder, isn't it? It is it seems a disorder, but and and one of the reasons I started this podcast and the website was to change that. I believe it's time to shift that conversation. Um, when I discovered that there was a name for what I had, uh, and I'm very fortunate and very thankful to a man named Dr. Edward Hallowell, who wrote a book called Delivered from Distraction. And the very first line of Delivered from Distraction is says having ADD is par- or ADHD is paradoxical because you can feel like. You can do. You, you can feel like the smartest person in the world, and feel like you can't accomplish a thing. You can be totally one hundred percent self, you know, sure of yourself, and know that you're going to do this, and then you know, be completely nervous and break down. And I, it was like reading something that was written for. I mean, I cried. I literally started crying the first time I read it, and I said, and that was the game changer for me. And and over the years, I'm saying, why, why is no one talking about this as a benefit? Why are people, you know, we're spending seven hundred billion dollars or almost eight hundred billion dollars last year on ADD and ADHD research. ADHD research, according to the CDC, 97% of that was spent on medication. You know, why aren't we talking about it as a gift and, and how to better manage it without meds? Um, there's you know, no money in that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So if someone had to step up, and I, I'm, I, I'm hoping humbly that I could do a little bit of that and just sort of, you know, I've had a, I did a webinar several months ago just to sort of test the waters, um, and I just called it, you know, ADHD superpower, how I handle, how I, mm-hmm. you know, use it to my advantage. And 
it's something like 70, 7,400 people signed up. Mm. Um, and the majority of them were parents. Oh, wow. Right? Parents, my, my 15-year-old was just diagnosed. My 9-year-old was just diagnosed. Yeah. You know, my 6-year-old, my 4-year-old was just diagnosed. They want to put her on Adderall. I'm like, yeah. I'm like or she could go run outside because she's 4. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, I, you know, I have a bias sort of against Big Pharma. That's not what we're really going to talk about today. But I, I do think that that idea that – you know, there's something wrong with you and and you should be ashamed of this. And, you know, I think that that's what kind of, I mean, I think what the work you're doing is a little bit inspirational because I think there are a lot of people that, you know, that's the only message they're receiving is that there's something wrong with you. And I, I, you, you mentioned at the, uh, at the top of this, most entrepreneurs, uh, probably whether they've ever been told or diagnosed or seen anybody about it, probably are full on or borderline gifted. I just interviewed um, Keith Kroc, the CEO of DocuSign, mm-hmm. um, and spent literally like right before I, I, I spoke to you, and I probably spent 40 minutes on the phone with him, and it was, it was like talking to a long-lost brother because he's – here's the guy who founded Ariba for God's sake, right? He's like a multi-gazillionaire, um, and now he runs DocuSign, and, and everything we talk about is, is exactly you – know, that. there's a mentality of entrepreneurs um, – there's a reason we don't fit into the box, you know, and it, and it's, and what we have to understand is that it's beneficial to us. And the interesting thing is that, you know, the, you asked why I wanted to start this conversation. The other reason I wanted to start this conversation was because for those who aren't, who are told, oh, you just need to go on medication or you need to, you know, and aren't taught to really embrace it and use it to their advantage, there's a much higher level of, um, dealing with it in negative ways, whether mm-hmm. that's uh, drug abuse or alcohol abuse yeah. or crime or, right. you know, negative, and, and, and just, you know, I can't imagine what percentage of, of, of our prison population has this as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it's, it's if, I could, if I could change a couple of people, and, you know, as an added bonus, uh, these people I interview and these people I talk to are teaching me so many things. I mean, my life has dramatically improved since I've started implementing sometimes the simplest tasks in the world, mm-hmm. you know, like, like um, getting up earlier. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm up by 4 a.m. every day, and I am, um, uh, you know, at the gym by five. If I don't work out, it's not a good day. Yeah. You know, it's got to be something that that is mental as much as physical, and and just a ton of tips and tricks. And so, <clears throat> you know, I blog about these on the site, and and the people I interview share them. And it's it's I'm I'm really happy to be doing it. You know, you know, I I have uh, I've never been diagnosed, but uh, I'll give you a little anecdote. Um, I had there are ten children in my family. I have seven brothers and two sisters, and. Uh, the family running joke with my parents was when when they they ever got crazy enough to take us all somewhere. Um, the running joke was my dad would say, um, "Mom, you watch the other nine, and I'll watch John." <laughs> ah. <laughs> Does that sound like a possible uh, uh, um, symptom? <laughs> um, so that you know that. I, I really related to what you're talking about because, you know, my wife jokes all the time too. And, and I think, you know, people who do what we do and have crazy busy amount of stuff to get done and then somehow seem to get it done, I think are tapping the gifted side of that. So so what are some of the attributes of of what, you know, you you have been diagnosed with uh, that you think actually serve you well as, as a superpower or as a efficiency or effectiveness tool? I think I mean they're countless, but I think that some of the top ones are, you know, the ability to multitask. You know, you don't necessarily think that that of ADD people as ADHD people as the ability having the ability to multitask. But for me, you know, it's if I'm in a zone of writing, for instance, I will write and write and write, and it'll be four hours before I look up. But then when I do look up, 
I said, okay, and now I'm going to answer these emails, and then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go back to writing. Um, so there's, there's the ability to, to compartmentalize. Someone told me once I'd make an excellent international secret spy um, <laughs> because I can compartmentalize things. On the flip side, um, I think one of the best tips and tricks I ever learned was embracing this as a gift and understanding that just because I do things differently doesn't mean I'm wrong and really you know, using it to my advantage. And my, my favorite story about that is when I um, – was writing my last book, Zombie Loyalists. Um, I had eight months to write it. I did all the research in the first month. And then I had, um, uh, had about, I, you know, I've completely forgot about it for seven months. And then uh, with two weeks left, my publisher calls me. She's like, okay, so you, how's the book going? I'm like, oh, pff, no worries. almost done. And, you know, hung up the phone and picked the phone again and called United Airlines and booked a, a $5,000 business class seat <clears throat> the next day to Tokyo. Uh, got on the plane, wrote chapters one through five on the flight out. Landed in Tokyo, went to the lounge, um, had uh, a couple of espressos, I think, took a shower, got back on the same plane, same seat two hours later, came back and wrote chapter six to ten on the flight home. Landed 31 hours after I took off with a book. Um, I didn't look good. I didn't smell good. I don't recommend it, but it worked and it's a bestseller. And so the, you know, and I embrace that. I don't hide from it. I don't, you know, this is how I work and it's not a, it's not a, uh, uh, you know, I, I wish everyone could be more okay. You know, it's a quirk, but it's a wonderful quirk. And I wish people could be more okay with that, of, you know, admitting that. And that's, that's another reason on the website is, you know, the concept of um, I have a, a, I'm working on a, several blog posts. You know, if you're an employer, how to best utilize your ADHD employer, uh, employee? Because let's face it, 25% of kids today yeah. uh, in high school are diagnosed. Yeah. That's the workforce of the future. This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by my friends at FreshBooks. I have loved this tool for a really long time. Uh, it is super intuitive, makes creating, sending invoices really simple. You know you got to collect the cash, you got to keep track of the expenses, and you got to collect the cash. That's really what it comes down to uh, in your finances. FreshBooks takes about 30 seconds to set it up. You can personalize it for your brand, and your clients can now start paying you online, which for many people can speed up getting paid. You'll know whether or not they opened up an invoice. Really, really great tool for creating invoices, but it does a heck of a lot more. Uh, obviously, that's one of the key features, but you can also track your expenses and put them into categories so that all of a sudden the, the bookkeeping and accounting stuff gets a lot easier. Of course, there's a mobile app. You can track cash flow so that you know when to expect money coming in. Time tracking. If you're doing uh, any invoicing or projects uh, that are hourly based, you can just put it right into FreshBooks. So here's the thing you need to know is that if you are a person that uh, really does not like the numbers, uh, maybe especially if you're one of those people, FreshBooks is offering a month of unrestricted use to all duct tape marketing listeners. It's totally free right now, and you don't even need a credit card to get started. Just go to freshbooks.com slash duct tape. So you mentioned Ned Holloway um, earlier, or Hollowell uh, earlier, and I know you had him on your podcast. Um, I was uh, for a period of time in a mastermind group with uh, with Ned, and I remember him saying uh, that that folks with ADHD um, have Ferrari motors with bike bicycle brakes, bicycle or brakes. Something that's along his those, line. Those yep. lines. Um, Ferrari and, motors, and I think brakes. that that's. You know that's the part that's the challenge. Obviously, you already talked about the the Lamborghini or the Ferrari, but but what about you know then how do you how do you you know how do you manage with then the neg what what might be seen as the negative attributes? So I am very aware 
Um, I, and I've said this publicly, and I'm more than happy to tell you as well. I um, of the belief that at any given point in my life, I am three bad decisions in a row away from being a junkie in the streets. Um, and that is not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not uh, saying it for shock value. I truly believe that. And so because of that, um, as much as people think ADHD, people are fly by the seat of their pants. And we are in a way in the respect that we're willing to try new things. Mm-hmm. There's not a thing that happens in my world that's not very thought out. Um, I have two outfits. I have, when I am not going on television or giving a speech, I have a t-shirt, I wear a t-shirt and jeans. When I'm going on television or giving a speech, I wear a jacket, button-down shirt and jeans. That's it. I own two suits for the Jewish high holidays and one really nice suit uh, that I bought for my wedding. That's it. There's nothing else in my closet um, except workout clothing. And the reason for that is because if I have to spend, if I have to go to the closet every morning and figure out what to wear, that's 30 minutes minimum. Oh, I remember that shirt. I wore that shirt when I did that thing. I, no, I want that thing. I haven't looked up that thing online in a while. Let me go look up that. Oh, there's my cat. You know, she really needs to be brushed. Let me brush. It's four hours later. I haven't done anything. So that's one aspect of it. And, and that's sort of the, the fun, easy aspect. I, I joke that the other, the other reason I go for sort of minimalism uh, in my closets is, is, is because, you know, I'm, I'm married and have a child. I don't have a choice. I, I, I own one pair of jeans. But um, there's no room for it. But the other, the other side of the coin, which is sort of less funny, more, a little more serious. Um, so I don't drink. I, I used to. And I realized that when I drank, I drank a lot. Um, like, like many people with ADD, I drank a lot and I would, um, not drink to get drunk. I just drink like I do everything else very fast. You know, um, I'm very aware of what I eat. Uh, I have, uh, I have friends who can order a pizza and have two slices and put the rest in the fridge for another time. And I don't understand them. And I think they're, they're Satanists because, <laughs> I order a pizza and I eat the pizza. There is no leftovers. You know, it's like someone, someone said, yeah, that's like leftover wine. You know, it's, that, that's not okay. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I make light of it, but it's, there is a very high addiction um, uh, correlation to people with ADD and ADHD. I, you know, I'm a corporate speaker, as you know, and, and my, my speaking contract for anywhere in the world, it basically says, you pay me and you pay my travel and I'll come speak. Except in Vegas. In Las Vegas, there's a rider on my contract that says, speaker does not have to be on the ground from wheels down to wheels up for more than eight hours. So if a client wants me to come in and speak in Las Vegas, I will take a 6 a.m. flight out of Newark. I'll land at 1030. I'll do a 1230 lunch keynote. and I'll be back on a 4 p.m. flight because nothing good comes out of me having a night to kill in Las Vegas. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, Shakespeare's never been more appropriate. You know, to thy own self be true. Know thyself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I, uh, I did a... About a year ago, I had a speaking gig in, in Las Vegas, and I was going, supposed to go on at like 10 o'clock, but the keynote opening speaker um, was coming in on a red eye and was not there yet uh, at 8 o'clock. And so they they asked me if I could, like, jigger my talk to be the opening keynote. I, Of course, like a good soldier, I said yes, but then I sat there and thought, how in the hell am I going to do that? Because <laughs> that's not what I was prepared to talk about. But uh, but fortunately, uh, he came on, uh, and so it, I, I was thinking, as you described it, was that you? Um, <laughs> but uh, I can't even remember who it was now. Um, it's funny also, as I was uh, cruising around um, faster than normal.com, uh, just looking for some some things, some notes for this uh, interview. Uh, I did that very same thing. I saw you've got some little plug-in on there from Sumo Me that uh, when you highlight something, it, it automatically turns it into a tweet. Yep. So so then I then I found myself like three websites away, going, "Oh wait a minute, what was I doing? Exactly. <laughs> I want to figure that thing out." So and that's another reason I, I fly to write because yeah, yeah, you know yeah, having yeah, yeah. no choice but to focus yeah. is 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 the greatest thing in the world. For me. 
So I think one of the things, and this is actually something that I believe uh, every business owner suffers from, is is sort of the ability to try to control everything that's going on in the business. I think that's probably, I mean, there are certainly people that don't suffer from that, uh, but I think that uh, particularly folks uh, with ADHD or ADD, um, control is really the bottom line, isn't it? So I have a belief about that. I do believe that a lot of people do try to control things in their business. I believe that can hurt them. Um, I learned years ago that you hire people or consultants or, or, or contractors or whatever who you trust and you let them do your job, let them do their jobs. The, as long as you've vetted them and done your homework and done your research and, and looked the first couple of months and see what they do, the chance of screwing you go tremendously down yeah. after that. I have met my accountant in person once. Okay, but he's been my accountant for 15 years. Yeah. He has had access to my bank accounts online, my American Express accounts online, my tax account. I mean, the guy, if he wanted to, could be living on a beach earning 20% with my life. And, <laughs> but, I, but I trust him. I know he's not going to do that. And more importantly, um, I don't have to do it. Yeah. Right. Because I am not, there's a reason I'm a writer. I am not good at math. Okay, you hire people who are good at the things you are not, and you force yourself to let them do their jobs. You know, the, the, the micromanaging thing. Look, I am not a good manager. I will be the first person to admit that. I have the greatest assistant in the world, Megan Walker. Thank God she understands me, and she is fine with uh, saying, you know what, Peter, no, no. Sit down. Don't touch. If you touch it again, I'm gonna kick you in the balls. You know she. I don't have right access to my calendar because yeah. she took it away. Yeah. And that's the best possible thing she could have done. So you have to, you have to be able to be okay with that. The greatest, it's it's humility. It really is. You have to be humble enough to say, you know what? I don't know every damn thing. Yeah. And and when you do that, it just makes it so much easier because you can focus on the things you're good at. And, you know, whether that's creativity or whatever, you know, Obama, the president of the United States, also only wears two suits. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you know why? Because he's kind of the president of the United States and has bigger pressing issues. Uh, he's not a tailor. That's not his job. Yeah. Other people take care of that stuff for him. And that's anything, seriously, anything you can outsource, do it. But that's a really interesting point that you bring up. I think that you know a lot of times uh, people don't appreciate this uh, this idea. But you, uh, there are lots of people that provide virtual assistance and administrative assistance. And, but but finding that special connection for somebody who can work with you, that can complement what you do. I mean that that you 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 have to understand you know yourself and and have that much self awareness to actually hire that right person, don't you? So I, I hired Megan almost eight years ago. I fired her one year ago because I wanted her to go out and do better than me. And I went through four virtual, I went through four assistants, two in-house, two virtual, and I uh, hated them all and brought Megan back. So literally when you find that person, stick with that person. And, you know, a friend of mine, uh, you might have even, you might know Chris Ducker. Yeah, um, sure. You'd know Chris, right? So Chris runs a, a virtual, uh, a virtual assistant company mm -hmm. where he has like, you know, hundreds of virtual assistants. And, he, I was just at a conference with him in the Philippines where I was the keynote, and I watched his top people working the conference, and it was clear 100% that he you know, trusted them with every aspect of his life, and that is what you need. And, and if you don't have that, focus on having that. Yeah. So um, I wanted to have you on the show uh, to talk about this topic, uh, not as a 
health or growth, you know, type of thing, but, but truly focused on entrepreneurs because I think so many entrepreneurs uh, struggle with uh, this or how to harness it, how to tap it. Um, other than what you're doing at Faster Than Normal, what are some resources that you think would be uh, great places for people who feel like maybe, you know, maybe they're just overly curious about this topic, uh, but uh, particularly entrepreneurs where they can get some, uh, some more information about how to best tackle, uh, live with, um, supplement, complement, <laughs> amplify what they're doing? Well, I'll tell you a couple. So Ned Hallowell actually just launched a podcast uh, called uh, Distraction. It's called the Distraction Podcast, and he focuses a lot on that. And I am just such a huge supporter of anything he does. So, you know, I totally, totally recommend um, uh, him and everything he does. His website, uh, his institute, uh, his books is, is a wonderful start. Um, talk to people. You'd be amazed how many people out there um, – uh, have ADD and have ADHD and might not realize that it's a benefit. Um, there are magazines and all that, but I mean, you know, the best thing is always, you know, people you know. And finally, uh, you know, shameless self-promotion here, I run a mastermind group uh, with about 130 people in it, and they are primarily entrepreneurs, um, you know, like us. And and they, uh, what I find is that, like I said, the entrepreneurial gene is very, very high with uh, people with ADD and ADHD, so I'm, I would, and vice versa, so I'm guessing uh, that a lot of your listeners as well yeah. um, have this, and so join a mastermind group. I mean, obviously, sure, join mine. We're awesome, but join any, join one that works for you. I mean, we're an entirely virtual group, which is great for the ADHD set because you can check it anytime you want. It's entirely online. Yeah, right. It's at shankminds.com. Shankminds.com. And what's awesome about it is that if I'm up at two in the morning, for, you know, noodling on an idea, I can just write a post to the group and then fall asleep. And when I wake up at five. <laughs> four or whatever, you know, there's five responses yeah. from people all over the world. And so it, it, it feeds that lifestyle. But yeah, whether it's my group or another, you know, talk to someone because, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that can get very lonely if you're not, if you're not uh, aware of it. And also, if I could just throw this out there, talk to, talk to yourself and understand that, that the entrepreneur lifestyle, the, the kind of people who listen to your podcast, you know, are, are people like myself. Um, we do what we do because we love what we do, but a lot of times the majority of our friends don't understand what we do. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it makes it somewhat difficult when things aren't going as great as they could be. You know, it's, it's easy to want to share about success, but it's harder to share about failures because you don't necessarily work with people or know people who can understand the same type of failures. And sometimes you don't, your, your family doesn't even get it if they're, if they have real jobs sort of the case they be. And so I just encourage everyone to understand that it is okay to fail and it's okay to wake up one day and say, you know what? I need some help. I want to talk to someone or I want to see a therapist or I want to whatever it takes. And that's not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of intelligence because you know, you know this as well as I do. It's the airplane oxygen mask rule. You have to put on your mask before helping others. And I've just seen too many people and I've lost a few, and I think you have as well. I think you know, uh, you know Trey Pennington and people like yeah, that. Yeah. It's a tough industry. I mean, it's a tough entrepreneur lifestyle that we live. It can be wonderful, but you got to take care of yourself. Well, do you? I was going to ask you that final question. You kind of touched on it. Do you? Do you recommend that people go and get a medical diagnosis, or will that simply get in the way? Um, I think it's it's valuable if you want to put a name to what you have. But you know, when you break your arm and you see the bone sticking out of your arm, you don't need a medical diagnosis as you broke your arm. You need to fix it. Right. And so. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting the medical diagnosis. And look, I should also mention, I'm not anti-medication. Um, I'm anti-medication without attempting to do other things first. And I'm anti-medication without other steps as well. 
You know, I have a problem with, yeah, put the three-year-old in Adderall, but I, in full disclosure, I have a prescription for Concerta. Mm-hmm. Um, and I call it my, um, uh, what do I call it, my uh, expense report medication. Because when I have to sit down and do my receipts once a month, which I hate to do, I take a Concerta and it allows me to focus. So I'm not anti-med, but I think that, like I said, we're doing too much of it. So yes, there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeing a doctor, but the doctor is not the end-all, be-all of civilization. You know, I've had doctors who said, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's a fad. It's... No, it's not. Okay, cancer is not a fad. I guarantee you, if I came here, God forbid, had cancer, you wouldn't say, oh, it's a fad. All right? And so, so if I have a problem, and, and, or if you have a problem, and the doctor you're talking to is dismissive of it, mm-hmm. screw that. Get a better doctor. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, that's one of the challenges, I think, with any medical diagnosis. It, it can't be taken uh, on its own. I mean, there's so many variables and factors and things that uh, exactly part of, you know, what you want to accomplish. Because, uh, again, if you if you simply medicate something like this to the point where, you know, you, you obliterate it, I, I guess, uh, you, you, of course, throw out the good with the bad. No question about it. No Peter, thanks for joining me. Uh, faster than normal. If you feel like you're uh, one of those people that uh, that you know gets lost down that squirrel trail, but uh, you think it's a good thing, or you want to learn about it being a good thing, then uh, visit faster than normal. Uh, take a look at Peter's mastermind group uh, because obviously there there I'm I'm guessing there are some folks in there that uh, share your uh, wisdom, your gifts, and your pain at the same time. So Peter, thanks for joining me, and hopefully we'll see you out there on the road. John, always a huge fan and always a pleasure to be with you. Take care.